Hey, listeners, this is Teen. Uh, This week, we're going to talk about a topic that I think is in a lot of people's minds, which is this uh, crime wave, this wave of attacks that's been uh, targeting Asian Americans, particularly uh, elderly Asian Americans all around the country. It's happening in... uh, in the West Coast, it's happening in the East Coast, it's happening in the middle of the country. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say too much about what's going on. I think um, Daniel Wu and Daniel Day Kim went on uh, CBS News and uh, you know said it, uh, uh, expressed it well. So I'll just uh, play a clip about them uh, describing it. You know, it's uh, historically speaking, there have been a number of crimes against Asian Americans that have gone uh, excused. Uh, I think specifically, I'm thinking of Vincent Chin in 1982, who was viciously beaten and murdered with a baseball bat, and his uh, killers have yet to serve a day in prison. So, you know, we throughout our history, from the Chinese Exclusion Act in the 1880s to the imprisonment of 120,000 Japanese Americans during World War II, because they were considered to be uh, enemies, because they were of Japanese descent, are examples of how Asian Americans have been treated as less than Americans. Uh, you know, if you talk about the numbers skyrocketing from March of last year to December, uh, in New York alone, the percentage of hate crimes increased 1,900 percent. In Oakland and the Bay Area, just in the past two weeks, there have been over 20 incidents. Uh, involving assault and attacks of Asian Americans and often the elderly. So this is a growing problem. These are numbers we've never seen before. uh, Allyship means so much because if only Asian Americans care about Asian American issues, then we're really speaking in an echo chamber. Uh, And, you know, those of us who have been following these issues since COVID started have seen these kinds of incidents in our news feeds pop up almost daily. And yet we we see very little being done about it. So it's really it's really important that we have uh, people from the African-American community, the Latinx community, the, the, the white community, all of us working together. And I think it's really important to point out here that this reward was not meant to vilify any community whatsoever. This is not a matter of sowing division between one race versus another race. This is really about bringing a criminal to justice and helping a victim. And so, uh, you know, as we study this problem, uh, we, it, we all know that it's much more complicated and nuanced than just one crime. And so it, I think at the end of the day, we can all unify around this idea that we should be able to protect our elderly citizens and, and try and create safer neighborhoods for all of us. Uh, finally, I want to ask both of you uh, this question. The Lunar New Year begins Friday. Daniel Wu, I'll start with you. What is your message to members of the AAPI community uh, looking to celebrate this weekend? I think that the AAPI community has been scared recently and that um, they're afraid to go out, even during the Chinese New Year celebrations, to go and get their preparations for things. But they need to know that we are standing up for them and we are fighting for them and to have confidence in, in that we're going to make a change for their, their, our community. And Daniel Day Kim. Uh, I would just say, be proud to be Asian. Be proud to be American. You've earned the right to be both. And we can all work together to be a united America. That's the hope and that's the dream. Okay, so that was Daniel Day Kim and Daniel Wu, both very well spoken. Um, so this pod, uh, you know, we have I have Austin Co, uh, also known as AK, who uh, you know did our intro track. Uh, he's been on Twitter, I think, with a lot of, you know, talking about this a lot on Twitter 
and you know he's out in SoCal where a lot of this is happening, and his uh, you know his mother grew up in South Central, and he's just got you know a lot of feelings around this, and so we try to have a, a podcast where we were having a frank discussion about it. And, you know, try not to really hold back, but also try to be constructive at the same time, which I think is the most difficult thing. And it, invariably, though, when we talk about uh, the violence between black and Asian communities in America, uh, we're going to we're going to go back to SoCal. We're going to go back to Southern California, Los Angeles in the 90s, of course, with Latasha Harlins, the young girl that was killed by Sundaju uh, in, a, in a Korean convenience store. Um, as she tried to walk out, she was shot in the back of the head and killed. And Sundaju was convicted of, I believe, voluntary manslaughter, a homicide charge. Um, but she served no prison time. And, of course, a little uh, a little over a year later, when the LA riots or LA uprising started, you know, it was uh, a mostly um, uh, it was mostly black protesters or rioters, however you want to call it. Um, that burned Koreatown to the ground, like destroyed Koreatown. And these events are, you know, indelible marks. That's the beginning. That's the, that's the origin, you know, of all discussions about, you know, black and Asian relations and those scars have never healed. Uh, but what I noticed, and, I, and this didn't really come across in the pod, which is why I want to just mention it here, is that, you know, there's always the missing element of, you know, what, how this was set up. And in the case of Latasha Harlins and Sundaju and, and and why she served no prison time, you know, that wasn't anything that was that was handed down by the judge. Right? The conviction she was convicted by a jury. She could have gotten, you know, I think something close to twenty years, but she got nothing. And that was a white judge that handed that down. Now, in the case of um the riots moving towards K Town, that was uh specifically done because the LAPD had cordoned off all access to Hollywood and West Hollywood uh, with um, the intention of kind of pushing the the action, so to speak, towards K-Town because they'd rather see that happen than, than see Hollywood get burned down. So in both cases, I think there's a missing element in the discussion, generally speaking, um, about how the, you know, the official power structure, uh, you know, set this up. And so I think it, you know, to, to, to the extent that we think this is just about black and Asian and nothing else, that's usually wrong. There's usually another element of control, you know, that's that's um, on top of all of this making this happen. So I just wanted to uh, to just frame that a little bit because I don't think we really got to in the pod. But so with that out of the way, uh, here's the pod with AK. Escape from plan A. Well, I was, I reached out to you because I thought, you know, I'd seen you posting about um, this sort of like crime wave, this wave of like attacks and murders against elderly Asian Americans and yeah, it's crazy. Um, it's fucking yeah. Crazy. It, and people are getting rightfully emotional about it. It's very upsetting to see. Uh, and I wanted to just kind of reach out to see like what you were thinking about it. I know you, cause it seems to be on your mind, mm-hmm. but I also wanted to see if you and I could sort of like 
get a little bit further into sort of like, like a conversation. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, you. like the thornier aspects of this because I've seen so many people like, arguing. Let's break online. new ground here. Yeah, like let's get into the the exactly. nitty uncomfortable. Con- yeah, let's do it. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, I mean, it really seems hard to do. So yeah, I've been I've been conflicted about it because you know I feel like on like. I feel like it's time for Asian people to finally take a stand for sure. Like, you know, we always bend over politically for people and like we do it because like a lot of the time we just are like, you know, we have good at the heart. So we want to like stand up for certain things, but you know, now we have to stand up for ourselves. Like really like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think the, okay. So to frame it, right. Like I'm thinking about the attack on, um, the old, the older Thai guy, uh, Vicha Ratanapakti. Mm-hmm. He's, I don't think he was in his eighties, maybe 84 years old or whatever. Yeah. In his, in his like residential neighborhood in California, just yeah. out for a walk. And there's a video, I guess someone's doorbell nest or something caught it. And he's just, he's literally just walking along, like not doing anything, just hold out for his old man walk. And, yeah. uh, a teenager comes running out from, from, you know, the bottom right of the frame or whatever. And full-on clothesline tackles this guy. Mm-hmm. Like, runs full full momentum. Like, just absolutely NFL tackles this guy to the, to the pavement. Yeah, He's like, he wanted to kill him. Like, he, like he basically yeah. knew he was going to kill the dude, for sure. Like, yeah, and he did. He died a few days later. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the young guy who did it, He's arrested. He's been charged. He's being held without bail. Um, And he's a young black kid, right? Mm -hmm. And this has happened a few times now. There's been a, there's been several other incidents uh, where the um, attackers are not, you know, they're not white supremacists. They're not, you know, like in a way that would make Mm -hmm. everything like easier for, you know, everyone to be like, oh yeah. Yeah. We can just unite. Yeah. (laughs) We can just like, yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, it's an unfortunate, like, kind of truth that, I mean, my mom grew up in, like, South Central, you know, so it's, like, not, I mean, it is, it's one of those things that, like, you know, black, like, a lot of the time since Asian people could be minorities in these kind of, like, black neighborhoods, that you can often be subjected to bullying or being picked on. Like, I mean, it's not, it is, I mean, it is, it could be racism and it is oftentimes, but oftentimes it's just, like, kind of like a sociological dynamic, like, right, like, you're in a, you're a minority in a neighborhood that's people are already like, you know, in a dire situation, like, you know, that kind of stuff. But no, yeah, I mean, it's an unspoken thing for sure. Like the media doesn't like to talk about it for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I my personal experience and the experience of a lot of people I know is that like anybody can give you shit for your race, mm-hmm. uh, not just white. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. and I think like there's. It's just, it's just like, uh, last time. Okay. So like I I was, I was listening to this, like talk with this guy, David Cho in, in LA. Uh, he's, he's, uh, I don't know if you know that name. The artist? The artist? Yeah. The artist. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. I love David Cho. Yeah. Yeah. So David Cho was talking about how, when he grew up, uh, actually like the worst racial abuse he ever received was from, uh, uh, yeah, was wasn't the, was this on the Joe Rogan podcast or was this something else? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. That was like yeah. honestly the that was like my favorite one of my favorite podcasts ever. That was a crazy podcast. 
That was crazy, yeah. Because uh, yeah, he crazy. he literally put like that was the first time I've seen someone talk about Asian men's problems like on such a big platform. Like, no, I was like, damn, this is kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just link it. It's it's worth listening to for sure. And um, but he had said on that pod that he had received by far the most racial abuse, uh, you know, from black people growing up, and yeah. it's not. It's not, it's an, you know, just because like we live in a time where I think people actually right now genuinely want solidarity, uh, you know, with black movements and black politics. Mm -hmm. But the truth, and, you know, this is true of a lot of people I knew that went to school in New York where there's a lot of black Chinese or black Korean uh, overlap, more so than in other places, like in places like New York, you will get that. Like in Chinatown, uh, you know, where there are schools that have a significant Chinese and black population mixed together in a school. Hmm. It's not rare. Uh, well, it is rare outside of places like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the I didn't know the, that. Yeah. And the you know, what I've heard is that it's a lot of tension. It's a lot of, um, Oh really? That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of tension, you know? And, and let's be honest. I think a lot of times because like the Asian kids are often like, um, immigrants or, you know, that they're the, they, they are the ones receiving a lot, uh, you know, of the bullying. It's For not, sure. I, uh, I, I, I find it hard to, I find it hard to imagine. Let's be real. A situation where, if that were the case, that it was the Asian kids that were the <laughs> yeah. bullied. I mean, like, imagine that. Work out that way. <laughs> like, they're just like, uh, yeah. Imagine it though. Like, yeah, that wouldn't even be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know? yeah. I, th- I feel like it's it's an uncomfortable truth that people don't like to address, but it has to be. I mean, it's at the end of the day, it is a truth. Like, if David Cho says something like that, or even my mom says something like that, she's been, she's told me she's been subjected to being, like, bullied by black people, too, honestly. Like, you know, it's not, like, trying to be, it's just the truth. And, like, I feel like no one, I mean, no one, I feel like Asian people, we don't, like, we don't want a conflict. Like, you know what I mean? I think... Mm-hmm. What we really want is just that, like, an acknowledgement, sort of, you feel me? Like, just acknowledge that it's happening, kind of. It would be, like, a start, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. And but there then, has been, to a limited degree, very limited degree. No, for degree, sure. But, there has but then I want to look on the other side. Like, I look at it, like, I see black people online and even black friends of mine say things like, um, you know, even if it's just, like, a... a a lot of like a, a group of bad seeds or apples causing this kind of stuff in the community. And, uh, you know, it's not like all black people are like that too. And I agree with that obviously. So we can't really like, but right now I'm kind of just like talking, but yeah, it's, it's a very nuanced issue. I mean, Jesus, like, and I feel like, I mean, fuck it. Th- this pod is meant to, you know, we need to give ourselves some space to, oh, for sure. Yeah, like, I mean, I'll I mean? say like, like, yeah, yeah. But no, like, I mean, I I feel like, uh, like it's really just miscommunication. I feel like, honestly, <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, I think that 
it is the case that there is violence going the other way. Obviously, everyone knows the name Latasha Harlins, right? The oh yeah, young girl for sure. Shot um, by a Korean store owner uh, back in the nineties. That was and 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 the Korean store owner was received a very light sentence for it. Yeah, that was fucked up. Um, that was fucked up. Recently, there's been more. Um, there's been videos of like uh Chinese or Vietnamese um nail salon workers uh who uh you know either attack or uh you know imprison imprison in the legal sense of like not letting them leave um mm-hmm. like black customers who don't pay mm-hmm. and this is often like cited mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah this is reported you know and that is often reported as evidence of there being racial tension that Asians and blacks don't mix that there's this thing. And then I remember the New York times after one of those videos, those nail salon videos came out, they sent a reporter down to Brooklyn. Um, I think in the um, sunset park, is that the name sunset park area? Mm-hmm. And uh, there is a large black and Chinese population that abuts each other. And they, and they um, are, are right next to each other. And they've, found that there really wasn't much tension going on on the ground by by all accounts that more or less people just got along just fine and mm-hmm. there wasn't a lot of tension and people more or less respected each other and if you ask either the chinese or the or the black residents down there what they thought of the other they said ah it's usually peaceful mm-hmm. what happened in that nail salon was sort of bizarre and i don't know like, what do you think i mean i would not say that there is a general sense of black and Asian hostility as a starting point. Not, not, I honestly, like, I, like I was always aware that it was kind of like a trope, you know, like it was kind of a thing, but like, yeah, I've never really felt it honestly until kind of the media started playing it up a lot more, but maybe that's just more of exposure. But honestly, I like to, like, I wonder if like a lot of these attacks on Asian people right now, have to do with like this COVID thing. And like, obviously maybe there was a little underlying anti-Sino sentiment before even COVID happened. And this just kind of gave people the green light. But I, you know, I feel like the media really like, and I feel like there's a lot of people that are just naive to propaganda and, you know, stuff like that. And there's a lot of anti-Asian propaganda. So Maybe that is like very effective on the black community and like it's kind of created this like giant wedge. But obviously it's been there since like the 90s with like the L.A. riots and stuff like that. But I mean, that all stemmed from like that whole Latasha Harley things was like fucked up. And I wish it never happened because it literally like set us back so much in terms of like relations. But it's like. I don't like I don't even feel like Asian store owners purposely go into black neighborhoods like, you know, because they're like siphoning cash out and trying to be like malicious, you know, like my grandpa, my grandpa owned gas stations in South Central. And it's like he just was there because he was like he was poor. Like, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like it wasn't like he chose that neighborhood because he was like trying to like tart. And like, I feel like that cited is like something that like created tension. But it's like. To me, that's like all miscommunication. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, like who gave, I don't know, like where that idea even came from. Maybe it was just because like Asian people maybe just treated black people a certain way when they came into the stores, maybe like in a rude way and that like, but like, you know, that's all miscommunication. Like maybe just start treating each other like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. 
Yeah. So I would say, and this is true here in the East Coast, and I'm pretty sure it's true out in the West Coast too, that like, let's say mm-hmm. Asian like business owners, like in the say grocery, restaurant business, uh, all the various small businesses that Asians uh, engage in, mm-hmm. uh, like let's take the grocery, you know, the grocery store, the grocery stores by me. They're very like high volume grocery stores, you know, big business. Or not not big business, major businesses. Like there's a mm-hmm. lot of, they employ a lot of people is my point. Mm-hmm. And almost all the employees are either Chinese or Latino. And there's almost like no black, black employees. people. I don't see huh. any black employees like ever. And I've noticed this among Chinese and I've noticed this among Koreans too, that by and large, they don't really hire black. Yes. I see it, that there is I, a, there is a, there is more of a symbiotic, uh, you know, relate yeah, like it, worker relationship with Latinos than black. Yeah. And I didn't mean to say yes. So like definitely, you know, but like mm-hmm. yeah, for sure, like I'm going to, I'm going to defend black people here. Like there, I think Asian people, especially older Asian people would definitely do good with having maybe a little more life experience with people of other races or, you know, more like perspective, you know what I mean? Because yeah, I mean, let's just say like there's like a racist or like a older Korean Ajishi dude, like you know what I mean, and he has like a bad perception of let's just say black people, and he doesn't, you know, he has that in the back of his mind, and he kind of has like racist like employee employment like t- tendencies, right? So I feel like, I mean, how can we really like broaden someone's view at that age? I feel like that's why art comes into play a lot of the time and the internet because. I mean, how else can someone really get exposed to, like, someone else's culture without, like, you know, because he's an Asian guy. So, like, if he tries to go make, like, friends with black people, it might just be kind of like an awkward situation. I feel like that's why on the Internet, when you're able to, like, put the mask on of anonymity and you're able to, like, you know, kind of that's why I feel like the Internet's beautiful. But I do agree that is a problem. And I do I do believe black people when they say that, because, I mean, I know Asian people myself, you know, so it's like, yeah, I totally, I mean, I can see that. Like, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I think that black people occupy a special position in society as the sort of like most like, like white supremacy as an institution has by far the most hostility towards black Americans. And it will always, it always seems to be that way. 100%. 100%. Like you know what I mean? Like we yeah. like to think of it as this like rainbow coalition of all these different non-white races or whatever, but it's not really that way. There is a special. It's really place. just a spectrum of black and white, and we just follow along that. Like, right. yeah, and it's yes, that yeah, I think so, and I think the core conflict, racial conflict here, still in America, is white and black because of the history, the mm-hmm. depth of that history, and. I would say in my experience that Asians who come here and just in my experience, I'm not speaking broadly, you know, mm-hmm. we are acculturated into largely uh, dominant white attitudes about black people. And sure. we are taught those things almost as a sort of like cautionary tale. Like we white people can respect people non-white people so long as you're not like the blacks and i've actually heard that said to 
like my father actually told me that people had said that to him. Like when he was, sure. yeah. you know, working like, you know, his, he had a, like a white boss that would be like, hey, you know, we think the Chinese are a great people. Like they have a great, they're capable of like amazing civilization. Yeah, and for the yeah. most part, we think like, you know, all Asians are great. Are, that, are that's great. how they trick us though. Because like trick, a- yeah. Asians are naive in that sense because it's like, we can't just be like believing. Because we see success as like, knowledge we think we think people that are successful are smart so when asian people come to this country and they see that white people are like successful and stuff they'll like you know they'll believe that about like racist shit about black people you know but what they don't know is that like white people often gaslight black people because they literally enslave them you know what i mean like there's a reason why they're in those like bad positions and it's like a lot of fobby asians and stuff people that aren't up on history aren't able to grasp that and they just like cling on to like you know, it's easy to cling on to like, oh, why can't they just, you know, be better or be and you know, like maybe there is like a slither of truth to that. And it could be like a, a, the problem with like culture of like gang banging and shit like that. But, you know, there's a reason they got this way and like, you know what I mean? But if that's a whole nother conversation, but yeah. No, I mean I think it's part of this conversation, you know, like um mm. I, I guess what I'm saying is I, I I would moving to this topic of like these attacks on on elderly Asians, you know, it's to the Asians to us, like given how much our culture reveres, you know, our grandparents, uh, this is the most vile type of crime in our yeah. eyes. Yeah, right? it feels I think like this they're is asking for so- violence. Yeah. They like basically yeah. want it to get violent. Yeah. Yeah, like and I, I don't think this is unique to Asians, but it is definitely in our culture that we absolutely revere our elderly. 100%. Like, they're, like, priceless to us, right? 100%. So and I know my, like, that, Hispanic homies would, like, say they do, too. So I would just shout out to them, too. But, yeah, Asians definitely do. Like, Yeah, I mean, it is. I'm just saying, like, that's um, that's not exclusive to us, but it is us, you know? Yes. Um, it's something that we uh, would take pride in, 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 in um saying that sometimes we think America at large doesn't really take care of its older people as well as we Fuck no. would want. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck no, yeah. It's sad. So, and we say that about ourselves. I mean, I think like second gen and like more Americanized Asians don't quite have that that piety towards the elders that, you know, people in Asia do. They have resentment right? like, a lot of the time, yeah. I mean, yeah. So to attack our elders and people in their 80s like this is to us – Right. I mean, it, I think a lot of us interpret this as inhuman behavior. 100%. It's crazy because we all see our grandparents as like people that wouldn't even want, hurt other people. So this is like insane. Like, yeah, it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. So you see this image of someone in a hood, hooded, hoodie, uh, like a hooded sweatshirt. So you can't really see who they are. Mm-hmm. And they come out of the blue and they just attack this like vague this kind of fuzz, fuzzy image of an old asian man or asian woman and yeah everyone is like that could totally be my parent my my father or my grandfather yeah and they just clothesline drop this person and they just die i mean it's frightening like i remember i was walking with my dad just outside my um out in my neighborhood and with my mom and he just kind of like somewhat tripped you know and yeah. uh, ended up cutting his hands up a little bit but my mom was like 
she lost she almost lost her damn mind watching an old man fall it, it, and it wasn't even I and mean, he just tripped yeah you know yeah. but to see if he and my dad's you know a fairly strong guy for his age he's in his upper 70s mm-hmm. but to see if you know just the image just to imagine that you know a 19 year old uh like a big dude would come and just tackle my father in you know just a just a a, a totally and not he's not even prepared he like tackles him from the back yeah. Honestly, look, I don't care what race you are or whatever. Yeah. I look at that and I'm just like, my the anger is swells, and I I, I have to feel. I'm like this person. One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. And my my grandpa, like honestly, he he just passed away two years ago from a fall, like on his own fall, but still, like it kind of just like you know brought it kind of made me think of him, and it was just like, yeah, I mean. It's really like, I mean, you know, the black community gets bullied so much and then like they come around and bully us a lot of the time. And it's like, you know, I mean, that's not that's really not an excuse like at the end of the day. So like, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't condone any of that shit at all. And no, no excuses. And I don't like, yeah, I don't want to hear any excuses. Like, (laughs) yeah, I mean, the reality is that, you know, I don't think there's a lot of love between the two. I mean, that's just how it is. Oh, the two communities. Yeah. I think no, 100%. You know, and I think what happens is and the frustration obviously is that you get a lot of these people on social media and they're sort of like they're sort of like young liberals. They're they're mm-hmm. um usually like Chinese American or you see some Koreans doing this. Mm-hmm. Actually, you see some Southeast Asian people doing it too like Rainier and whatever, but mm-hmm. this stuff happens and they'll just immediately start saying like, "Oh, you know what? Like what happened obviously was bad, but this doesn't give an excuse for Asian people to even be more anti-black than they already are. And, um, you know, nah, we gotta I mean, like, man, how- like, I, I mean, I'm like, I'm like, like privy and agreeable to that school of thought, but there comes a line to be drawn where it's like, that is like, it doesn't matter if it's anti-black or not. Like, you feel me? Like, <laughs> like they, that guy just murdered a motherfucking old dude. Like, like, I mean, we don't have to say racist shit. Like, you know what I mean? I agree with that. But it's like, we, you got to be addressed. And like, trying to like sugarcoat it like that is like really disrespectful. Oh, uh, for sure. I think it is. And I think, honestly, man, I think a lot of these people who say this, they're not really living in the same world that governs, no. you know, real Asian black relations in like, say, the urban environment. Yeah, they're living it's in like they're like living in white communities. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's like like the same Cornell, you know, the same Stanford. Like, I think a lot of people who go out on social media and say this are like college kids from. They honestly, are, they dude. probably don't know many black people, uh, except maybe through college. Yeah, I mean, if you but go to any like college campus, running. like if you yeah. go to any college campus and you start talking to like some of the more like you know, you just look for a privileged Asian kid and start talking to them, like. And then just, like, these kind of people are very outspoken on social media, you know what I mean? And you get, like, an idea, like, wow, there's a lot of idiots on here. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it could be anyone I, in those comments. Like, even that Eileen Huang girl, like, she goes to Yale or whatever the fuck. It's like, mm-hmm. I mean, not even trying to be an asshole. She just seems really annoying. Like, you know what I mean? Like, What did she say? I've seen that name. Uh, but She was she, that I know girl she that yeah. people are, like, going in on uh, for basically uh calling out like what exactly like you said like the whole anti-blackness and the asian community shit it's like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i mean it's so easy to do that for like likes now and clout like you know what i mean like yeah 
holy shit, we've heard it before. Like, take a sociology class. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I think they also just live in a really idealized environment where they're like in a college campus with black students that are culturally and class wise probably more close more close to them. I mean, should they probably think black means like Nigerian immigrant whose parents are like doctors? You know, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, they think it's just about like, okay, here, put it this way. I think a lot of people, like liberals, they think that racism is this really like backwards thing where it's just like, I hate black skin and I am scared of people with black skin or, you know, like, or I yeah. think they're, you know, I think like, people with skin darker than me are gross and they smell and I don't like them. Like it's a really yeah. dumb, stupid version of racism that I, I don't think is the problem. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? I agree. I think the problem has to do with real world interactions, real world social dynamics between black and Asian, like in real environments, like particularly in the big cities. It's no, you're a hundred percent true. Like, and it's not, these- it's not a matter of do I feel good about black people or b- bad about black people. It is I – think, I think it's a result of – my theory is that in a lot of the attacks that I've seen in New York, at least like on the subway and stuff, and there's, there's so many of them that like you can start seeing patterns. There has been um, – you know, usually the attacker is someone who is like cl- – like looks – probably like they sleep in the subways like mm-hmm. you know what i mean like if this is not these are usually people like living in poverty gotcha you yeah can, yeah, you yeah. Just i know definitely like, like probably gangbanging yeah actually yeah a lot of the videos look like someone probably gangbanging or in the streets or something for sure yeah in new york they look like um you know some of them look like they're dealing with mental illness and i mean they're down and out yeah you know what i mean and i think like what ha- and they um, what happens is they'll go for Someone on the subway, they'll single out an Asian person Uh and they'll start saying stuff about the virus and start saying how gross. And then trying to, in a Uh way, like convince the rest of the people on the subway that Asian people should be hated and, you know, all this stuff. (laughs) And it kind of makes me sad because it's like, I kind of feel like what's going on. It's sinister, man. Well, it is, but it's also like, I think it's the person, like that person is probably feeling the full weight of the system on them, right? Like yeah. mentally ill, older, black. They want someone to um, blame. Like, Yeah. Well, they, they, not just they want someone to blame, but I feel like they want to – they wish – I feel like they see all this um, rhetoric about how Asians are at fault here. Yeah. And I wonder, dude, if it's about – Trying to take the opportunity to be like, you know, instead of everyone putting everything onto the black man, it can we maybe take the heat off of us and like make the Asian the most hated person in America? And in a way, when I think of it that way, it doesn't it doesn't anger me as much. It makes me feel bad about what's going on, because I do think that being at the bottom of America is probably like one of the worst experiences available i i I, I 100% agree with that assessment i feel like it's like we're in a constant like not even in a group just at an individual level too like we're at a constant like power you know pull and power for sure 
And it's like, I, I like to kind of gauge like the consensus of where people are at. I go to like a lot of like black dominant forums and stuff just to kind of see. I mean, and it's not very pretty right now with a whole, with like talking about this kind of conversation relation wise. But I mean, I, I do agree. I feel like black people are tired of being at the bottom of the, you know, and it's, I don't know. It's not, I don't think maybe they don't want per se Asians, but just really anyone to cut, you know what I mean? They, Anybody. Like, yeah, Anybody yeah. who can take the heat off of them. Yeah, yeah. You know? Exactly. And then, and I'm it's always someone really at the bottom here, like someone who is like dealing, struggling with survival, you know, in yeah. New York. That's what I've seen. You know, I don't know about the attacks recently. Um See, that's something but, like I guess I I mean I, I wouldn't be able to understand because I'm not obviously not black one and I've never really experienced like a extreme poverty, right? So I don't know what it does to someone's mind when they are completely dehumanized to that level. And like, you know what I mean? What the black community has gone through. And that's no excuse for like really murdering or attacking anyone. But like, that's always kind of like the safe cushion that allows black people to get away with certain things in a sense. Right. So, and and I like, I agree to an extent, but like, where, like, where do we draw the line of like, Cause like, bro, like I, I, I personally, I can't speak for all Asians, but like, I would like to help black people, you know, get out of the fucking situation that the, you know, we're, we're in here, but I feel like we all need to work together. And I feel like Asian people maybe need to find a heart, you know, but like, let's just, there's a lot of poor Asians too. So, you know, I, we need our, we need to help ourselves too at the end of the day, but you know, there are a lot of affluent Asians in our community. Like I'm just, that's just a fact. And maybe if we all just communicated a little better, like we could actually make shit happen. Like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I don't, sh- I don't understand why things have to be violent. Like I get that people want to are struggling for resources and they do anything they can to get money or they might kill or rob somebody. But yeah, maybe this is America's just a, pipe- a violent place, man. You're right. You know, and it's just a p- kind of a pipe dream trying to get everyone on the same page with this like super individualistic culture. But I just don't see any way that we can achieve anything without doing so. And it just kind of breaks my heart that honestly, I don't really I don't really have much uh, positive aspirations for America and where we're going. You know, I kind of see Asia becoming the global dominant power. And like I pr- Honestly, I hate to be like an apathetic person, but I honestly seeing this like see this like anti-Sino, anti-Asian sentiment grow even larger. I feel like if there's any chance for a fucking next world war, it's definitely going to be some kind of like Asian shit. Like you feel me? Mm-hmm. And like that sounds really like scary, I, but that's honestly how I feel because I just like look at where everyone's talking about shit and it's like. I see a lot of people really being brainwashed by this anti-Asian shit. You know what I mean? It's like crazy because like it's some intelligent people. Oftentimes it's like, wow, like, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) One thing I will say is that I just don't think these like young campus liberal things about, you know, shaming Asian Americans to, for being, you know, anti-black like when it comes I, to I used to kind of be like, like I just don't yeah. think it's helpful. I just I personally not just don't think it's helpful. 
I used to be kind of like that. And I was a lot more immature and I didn't have an understanding of the perspective. But it's like, bro, like, what are you going to tell an Asian person that's been bullied by black people their whole lives? Like, you feel me? Like, mm-hmm. we just like, what do you expect them to feel? Like, do you just expect them to put themselves lower than like, you feel me? That's And it's not going to do anything like because it's just – first of all, they're not going to listen to you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you could say that, but no one's going to listen to that. I mean people are mad about what happened. You know, Like they're not going to listen to it and they know where it's coming from. And it just makes people more mad is, yeah. is what I've seen. I've seen a lot of like the reaction online and I've actually kind of pushed back against this too. Because it's just so to be like traitorous in a way like – Okay, we get you trying to be like the mediator, like bridge guy. That's cool. But like, we're the victims in this situation. Like, you feel me? Right. So don't don't be trying to like, like, try to like uh, tell us how to, like the pain that we should feel. Like, you feel me? So it's like, yeah, this, fuck that. Like, Yeah, this is taking place at a level that's so different than having black friends in college or in the workplace. Yeah, like if any of my black friends condone that shit, yeah. Thing altogether, like if we are all of the same class and we're all like you know educated and we're all at the university or all at our white collar job or whatever, Uh of course you're gonna get along. You know what I mean? Of course you're gonna get along. Yeah, that's not where the problems are. Yeah, they think they have like a coworker that's black and he's like, you get along at your your job that's like, yeah, racism solved or some shit. Like like you are not an example of how this can go right. You're just you just happen to have black friends at the workplace or in the or once we can all live harmoniously in the same neighborhoods, that's when the problem is solved. Mm. Like, you know, just because you go to school with a bunch of like black like you go back to your neighborhoods, you feel at the end of the day. So like that's like you know, it's segregation. Like we're all segregated. America is segregated in every neighborhood. Like that's yeah. kind of like the stem of the issue, really. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the fault ultimately lies with the fact that America is so goddamn racist. And yeah, I mean at the there's core, no comfortable there's no comfortable place for you know another America being like you know a black and white thing. Like this Asian like, like think- side narrative comes in and just fucks up the whole like narrative, right? Like. <laughs> Well, we don't really know where the fuck we fit into this. You know exactly. What I mean? like, so when we get attacked, I mean, we want to protect ourselves, but then we have to start thinking in larger terms like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But we have to think about the larger context here. And it's very frustrating because it's just like you can't just re- react to what was done. You know, and again, like mm-hmm. what was done is probably one of the hardest things to, I mean, when we see it, like you see it in a fucking video, like you yeah. see it. And it's crazy and- how like they try to gaslight us as like non-leaders because I feel like the Asian community, like, and maybe I'm just like stroking our own ego here, but like, you know, we're oftentimes the people that like, uh, uh, you know, Hispanic people to like work very hard and just like don't really complain about shit. Right. So it's like, I feel like the people can learn from that. Like. On some like lead by example shit, so it's kind of funny how they like call us non leaders. <laughs> it's like, mm. oh, sorry, who's who's calling us non leaders? Or just like how like they stereotype Asians to be like non leaders. When I feel like the best way to lead is by example, and oftentimes we're doing like the least complaining and we're working hard. So I don't know. It's like, oh right, right, yeah. Because like mean, I have like we're not black... fit for leadership positions is what they mean. They yeah they try they try to say that. 
Yeah. But I feel like oftentimes we make like some of the best leaders. Some of the best leaders I've experienced and even my fans have told me are like Asian people that don't really get the chance to be leaders often, right? So we get the chance yeah. and we just try to like be really good leaders. Yeah. In this country for sure. Because we know well, the Americans pressure. Americans like to lead by force. I think there's a lot of like, you know what I mean? That's the problem. That's why everyone there's fucking hates their job styles. in this country. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, everyone hates their job in Asia too, I guess. So we just need to... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Not quite the same. I, I don't I don't think they hate it quite as much as we do. For yeah, That's and my I, opinion. Yeah. Um But I wanted to make a point that was uh I yeah, wanted to just say that uh mm-hmm. you know, I don't I don't like to try to speak for any community, especially black people, because I know how sensitive of a topic it could be. But I just feel like um I know the stacks the card the deck of cards are stacked against black people in every fucking single way in this country. I know like institutionally, financially, economically, everything. COVID deaths. COVID deaths. Everything that's possibly bad in this country, black people have it the worst. Yeah. And it's, it's always like always that way. It's mm-hmm. fucking always that way. And but I feel like honestly, this is like life is just real and it's harsh, right? So black people have been through the most fucked up situations and they still continue to be in a bad situation because of the situations that they went through. But like, even if the, the, the cards are stacked against you, like you can't ever really use that as an excuse because there's no really reason to, because you know what I mean? Like, I, I hate to say that because it really just sounds like me being racist, honestly, and do, saying like that whole bootstraps mentality. But like, even if the world is against you, like, what can you do but work hard, right? I mean, like, honestly, that's just like kind of my point. And like, I'm just, this is like for everyone, even Asian people who are poor and feel like they ain't got no chances. You know what I mean? Like, I guess, I don't know. I'm really just speaking from a pace of like stupidity and privilege. So anyone listening to this, I know I sound like kind of an idiot, but like, I just, I'm trying to like do the logical, I'm trying to put the logic together in my mind too, because I just don't know how rubber could meet the road, you know, and get shit moving in, unless everyone just takes accountability for their fucking mistakes and like, you know what I mean? And like, just work towards it. I just don't know what else we could do. Real shit. Like. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I will say that I have been really disappointed at the failure of like black leaders to address this because it's not just the past few weeks that this has been going on. It's been going on for a long time. And every time it's raised, um, you know, it's said that, oh, Asians are exploitative of the black community and they don't support black uh, causes. And why should we give a shit? And I, I just feel like that if that's the point we're in, that there's really not a lot of hope. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's not a good point from which to start. Okay, maybe. And so I, like, oh. I, I without, I really think that I've not seen any black leaders call this out mm-hmm. because I don't really think they think it's a problem because they're like, we have so many problems that. You know, a few of like random attacks on Asian elderly is like really not relevant to us right now. Yeah, they're like, you know, it's basically not, like, like single, yeah, like instances. Yeah, you know, that's just not a thing, and um, you know, and that that includes up to you know who was it the uh I forgot which rapper it was, but the one that had this 
track out about oh, like, the YG? Chinese houses. Yeah yeah, 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 like stuff like that. Yeah, Not that shit is fucked out. up. Like, come on, like you know, yeah. And so, but my point on that is just like honestly, like as a community, like we got to understand that there is not going to be a kumbaya. <laughs> no, it's not going to happen. They are not. The black leaders are not going to kumbaya with the Asian leaders to fix this problem. No, you know what I mean. And oftentimes, like, just let me just like give it from their perspective. I'm just gonna say like, you know, maybe they expect us to kind of like extend the olive branch and be more, take a more submissive role in the in the conversation because like we we're more like economically privileged in a sense, like so so the conversation says, right? But you know, I feel like that kind of like mentality is on both sides. We're just kind of like. You know, got our arms crossed, like, well, they did this or they should do it first or like, but I mean, just in a, like, in a general sense of like universal principles, like to any kind of like mutual agreement or like working together needs to be happening. There needs to be like, we need to like make concessions on both sides here, right? Like that just needs to happen, but Mm -hmm. neither side wants to do that. And, you know. I hate to say it. I feel like a lot of Asians are feeling a lot more high power these days because they see the rise of Asia. So they don't want to, they know they don't feel like they have to maybe. And like, you know, black people don't want to either. And I, I don't know. Like, I don't, I'm right. not going to pretend like, you know, you know, people are by and large, they're motivated by self-interest. 100%. That's how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Like they're not going to do stuff that's against their self-interest and Asian people or, you know, their self-interest is to, uh, you know, make money and not have problems, you know, like mm-hmm. and they want to be safe in their neighborhoods or whatever. Like, it's very simple. And I will say that I do think that these events will probably cause Asian-Americans to shift towards the right. You know what I mean? Like, because it, they're, they're going to be more yeah. pro-cop. Yeah, they're going to be they're going to be they're going to want harsher. Uh, they're going to be more anti-black, I think. Yeah. And they're going to support – I don't know if it's going to be a huge shift, but I don't think it's going to help. And they're going to feel justified in it because we don't have they're any historical beef with black – like, we, we, you know, they, we never enslaved black people like that. So it's like when we're attacked like that, they, people feel like, okay, you know, we're on even footing. So now, like, I'll, eye for an eye kind of, like – Yeah. Um. You know, people people by and large don't really think about deep historical context when it goes into, uh, you know, how they think about, you know, who they, what kind of political solution they want to this or criminal justice solution they want to this. Like, you know what I mean? And and I would say that from what I've heard, that a lot of Asian people actually tend to be a lot more forgiving and then and less. they they care less about retribution than white people. Like our friend Casey, who's a lawyer, is a public defender out in California, said that, you know, nine out of ten times when stuff like this happens, you know, the Asian victims, they they really just ask for some sort of restorative justice type sentence. And they see the kid, mm-hmm. it's a 19-year-old kid or whatever, and they're like, Yeah, I don't want him to go to jail for life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I do think that there's a there's a finite amount of goodwill, and until there's a you know some sort of like there's some sort of weight there's some sort of 
dialogue between like black and Asian leaders or representatives at some level. I don't even know who that would be. Yeah. But unless that can happen, I don't, how would you expect people to process this? You know what I mean? Like, you know what? I feel like if that actually happened, like it would just splinter the Asian community. Cause it would be like, there would be some guy that would disagree with that guy and would be like, you know, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start my own, you know, like black Panther, like to call a, you know what I mean? Like he's going to be like the other leader, like of the faction, like it always yeah. splinters. I feel like, and we're all like, we're all so different. Even in the like Asian community, it's like what we, I mean, what we are really all fighting for is self-interest. Cause we all want Asians to be empowered because we're all Asian, but it's like, mm-hmm. You know, when when shit hits the fan, you know, there's definitely going to be like some disagreements, right? Yeah. Like start bringing up the fucking Korean and Japanese shit. You feel me? Like watch how fast people like start. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's getting real now. I mean, I got it was funny. I was talking because I'm from Maryland originally. Mm-hmm. And um, I was talking to some friends who like, you know, grew up with. And you know we were talking about these uh, this this crime wave happening against uh, Asians, mm-hmm. and you know they, my friend asked me, "Hey, do you, do you worry about your parents because they're still down there?" Mm-hmm. And I said, "Look, not really. I mean, Maryland is like Maryland is a pretty you know sane, not crazy place. It's like very you know it's very boring. You know, like it's very very Maryland." Mm-hmm. And uh, so I just don't expect that to happen. I think that's more of a West Coast thing or maybe even a New York thing, but it's not a Maryland thing. And then mm-hmm. uh, I go on Twitter and what do you know? There's been there were four Asian owned businesses right around the area looted on uh, today on the new year, you know, and uh, that was today in Maryland. Yeah, in Maryland. And what? it was like they were conspicuously picking out, you know, it was a it was a banchan. It was a Kung Fu tea. It was a hot pot place. And it was mm-hmm. another, you know, like a grocery or something windows shattered burg- burglarized all this stuff and it's it's going on there yeah. is a like let's that's the other thing you know that 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 i think we have to understand is like there is definitely um something Targeting. to this new most hated race and i think like asian people are being seen as just like the worst of everything you know, like honestly, but I don't really know like where this is coming from. Like, like this train of thought, like what made that COVID, guy man. hate Asians? COVID. I guess so. I mean, it has to be. I mean, people are down and out. People are blaming Chinese people, and it's like, I mean, how fucking retarded do you have to be? Like, sorry, my excuse the language, but like, how fucking retarded do you have to be to like, you know, it's like, first of all, it's a virus. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. do you really think some guys say, do they? <sighs> Do they really I think it's just so, an excuse, though. Yeah, I think it's an excuse to let out all the other fucking hatred that they have against Asian people. They're just like, Yo, why are you here? Like, what the fuck? Like, we don't like your shit. We don't like your face. We don't like your food. We don't like you in our schools. We don't like your stupid businesses. But that's like not even food. true. Like, everyone like, likes our shit, though. <laughs> like, everyone loves our shit. They just hate us. Yeah. I don't know I, why. Yeah. Like, I honestly <laughs> feel like we, we make people feel inadequate. You know what I mean? Like that whole like model minority shit. It, like it really fucks people up mentally. Apparently, like mm. I don't know. Like if if people if anyone out there really feels inadequate because Asian success, like I don't know what else to tell you. But like you know, like everyone was di- dealt a shitty hand. You just gotta do what you gotta do with your hand. You know what I mean? Like they're really. <laughs> 
Like, I don't know, man. Don't blame it on Asian people. Like, fuck, what the fuck did we do? Like, real shit. Mm. It's, yeah, I have no part idea. Of it, though, part of it is like, probably a lot of it is just also opportunistic in the sense that they know it's Asian like people are that well protected. Yeah, exactly. like, if you go after white shit, you're dead. You know, and like, this whole country is just full of bullies. You, like, this whole, maybe even world is, but like, especially the West is just like, everything is just bully shit. The bully always succeeds. It's I hate it. It's the culture, man. You ever watch uh you ever watch like a cooking show, like one of those like competition cooking shows where like the judges are just like, You fucking suck. What is this shit? <laughs> I told you not to do it and now it sucks. Who to blame? Only yourself. You know, and then all the other contestants are like, Oh, he fucked up. That's that's ooh, he's and then someone's like, Yeah, it would be really helpful for me if he fucked up so I can win. You know, like everyone's just trying to kill everyone else like what yeah, the fuck, yeah. that's you know? that's america and i'm like yo it's a cooking show what <laughs> this is food tv like what the fuck man no i i've actually had that thought today like yeah it, like nothing can get done in america because we're always just thinking about what the next move to benefit ourselves is yeah and our benefiting ourselves means pushing other people out of the way mm-hmm. and if everyone's doing that yeah you're just gonna create a fucking war zone <laughs> Maybe that's what's going on. Maybe maybe Asian people are just like vulnerable and in America if you're vulnerable that's when people pile on, you know? They're like, "Oh, we can get rid of the Asians now. We got, you know, we can get this rally going." I think that's I think you're absolutely right. My hypothesis is literally that the confucianistic and taoist like principles that we're like raised on and stuff it is like literal, it's like a literal like uh like chemo in this country like it's like it doesn't fit in like they just reject it you know so like it's almost like us asians have to become savage fucking you know like barbarians to like fit in here it's like ah, we shouldn't want to be like that because we see how successful asians are doing in asia because of their collectivism right so it just goes to show you that being collective is, is way better than being individualistic like it's just I don't see it. Well, you know, it's in the middle because Asia has their own problems, in my opinion, too. But individualism is literally cancer, in my opinion. Like, I've, I've, I've been thinking about it a lot recently, and that's what I've came to the conclusion. That, like, a little bit of individualism is good because we all want to be, like, you know, we all want to, like, drive competitive aspects of, like, industry and stuff like that. But it just creates this cancer ego shit going on. I hate that. Like everyone needs yeah, the I biggest mean, I think dick. Individualism and like... <laughs> to the extent where it's like, look, I want some level of privacy and sense of like my own. Oh, well, that life. yeah, for I'll sure, think, for sure. That's fine. Oh. But if if it's to the point of individualism where it's like I'm a psych- I'm a psychopath and like what I want to do is just like destroy other people. Yeah, <laughs> like that's cancer. That's that's when it's gone cancerous, you know. And, and I, I feel think like that's, that's the majority of Americans. Yeah. I mean, just watch TV. They 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 drill it into us on TV, where you have like even anything, anything fun like romance or cooking, turns into a competition show where the whole point is to eliminate people, you know, or singing. Like you take anything fun, singing, dancing, cooking, and and dating, and it's all about just savage, like you know, yeah, like Survivor style, you know how to get other people booted off the show yeah and that's the culture here like what the fuck it's like there's like no good blood in in culture it's all about 
you know, just savagery. And, and competitiveness could be like healthy, but I feel like Americans don't know how to do that because they're so like incapable of dealing with humility and losses and like, you know what I mean? Like, like, and also, like, why does <laughs> cooking have to be competitive? Like, why, you know, like, why does, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, why is all the fun shit ruined by being super competitive? Uh, I can I can understand where it's like oh yeah the math Olympics or some shit you know like something yeah you know or like uh you know literally fighting you know like MMA or something like literally yeah. this is about you know adversarial competition then yeah, yeah that makes sense but if it's like cooking like why like, does it have to take on MMA aspects you know like Americans just want to live vicariously through it and be like the best like oh yeah like you know like there has to be one best guy like. I don't know. I really don't know, but it's interesting to think about for sure. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Because I, mean, I don't really know on. too much about Asian shows. Are they competitive? I don't really know too much. I mean, not, they're not brutal like that, you know? I mean, they do have, like, competition shows and stuff, uh-huh. but it's not brutal where they're where they're, they take a lot of, like, joy in undermining other people. Oh, Yeah. I haven't seen that where they celebrate like literally psychopathic tendencies. Yeah, That's for sure. Like the whole even American Idol, like the whole William Hung and like Simon Cowell. Like I don't see any Asian like shows like trying to be so like maliciously hurtful to someone. Like you know, make them a joke. It's kind of mean. Yeah. Like imagine There's if Koreans did that to like the black dude. You know, that'd be crazy. Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think like. You're right. I mean, I don't know what the solution to this stuff is, these waves of attacks and stuff, other than I would just like be careful. Just don't read. I don't think more cops or whatever is this. I mean, when was the last time a cop cops actually stopped this kind of thing? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, um, I think the solution is like, you just got to be fucking careful and just realize that we're living in a dangerous time. Like there's no, there's no happy ending to this, you know, like sometimes we just got to understand, like there's no solving this. Like we just have to like live through it, uh, and yeah, I mean we have a cha- we have a potential chance to solve it. It could go good, or else we or we could end up in the history books as like a failure, right? I mean, like, so, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. I don't know. But honestly, I mean, um, I feel like just these kind of we just need to put violence as like honestly, if both if both communities could just put violence as like in the back burner, and even if we make each other mad through conversation, if we could just keep having these uncomfortable conversations and see where each other are coming from, I think that's the best route of action here. But I don't know. We have all these like bad apples on both sides that are like, you know, they want to instigate, and it's like, I get it. You know, we're all angry and we want to like have we want to fight, but. Like, what do you want to do? Just go gangbang on every black person you see? Like, you know, it's not just stupid. Like, Yeah, I mean, I I guess I'm just trying to – I would like to just try and sort of say, look, I mean, we we can't always be right. You know what I mean? Like, people are not always concerned about being right and good and whatever. Like, you got to be safe. You you, got to be not dead, right? And so – when I see like young people going out and doing like this, you know, um, you know, a lot of like this, the progressive taking these like very liberal progressive attitudes almost as ideological, ideological where it doesn't make sense, where 
you see an Asian person attack and attacked on video and your first reaction is to scold Asian Americans for being anti-black. A lot of times they don't even know that the perpetrator is black yet before they yeah. say this stuff. Really? And yeah, like it's just a, it's a knee jerk reaction where, you know, they, it's like they're, it's like their insecurity. Yeah. This. And to me, it's like, look, I think a lot of young people, especially the educated ones like that, you know, get praised to high heaven and have been praised their whole life. Mm-hmm. They just get off on being right. Yeah. You, you yeah. know, you see what I'm saying? Like they, they get off on being right. <laughs> Those are the most annoying kids. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? 100%. And dude. <laughs> they're the teacher's pets and they were the parents' favorites and they knew how to put on a show for the adults. And, and, and that's the kind of person who I think is doing this, this kind of sort of, liberal song and dance and i'm like look life is not that person okay? all those like, asian twitter blue checks are those exact people i mean like. yeah yeah they put they've been put good at putting on a show ever since they were a kid you know and the real world is just not those people like and 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 um there is no premium on being right like yeah there is a premium on being alive and being that's safe. the crazy thing about life though like a lot of these politicians and people in of leadership positions they like how many of these people are just actors that just like cruise their way through life you know what i mean have no actual real experience with anything yeah they don't give a fuck about you they don't care about you they don't care about your safe safety or whatever you could die tomorrow they won't give a fuck you know what i mean yeah i I don't care i truly believe that there are people out there that are still good people at heart at the core i feel like we need to make those people leaders even let's just say they're not the most educated like you know what i mean maybe but there's room to educate them but i think at the core of a bet of a leader the best trait to have is a good heart you know what i mean like i i don't know in my opinion that's the whole reason why the world's fucked up in my opinion but but then again that's just another i'm a very like utopian like you know this is a dream that's probably not gonna happen but one can dream fuck like (laughs) Yeah, I mean, by and large, I mean, I think Asian people do right. You know, like, I don't think Asian people are uh, guilty of most of the stuff that we, you know, that these uh, young campus liberals accuse us of being. We just got you thrown in I mean? the like, mix. We don't do anything really wrong. Like, like I, I invite anyone to, like, you know, maybe we're a little rude to people in fucking stores or some shit. You feel me? Oh, sorry. You know what I mean? But it's like, <laughs> can people just, like... Asian people aren't trying to hurt your feelings, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, Asian people are just busy. Yeah, we don't you know give I mean? a fuck. Like, like they're, just, they're they... just out there fucking selling kung fu tea. You know what I mean? Like, we're rude to each other. Working. Like, yeah. just because he's rude to you. <laughs> yeah. And even he's if people busy. in nail salons, all right? Like, yeah. even if the, the lady's rude to you or some shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's life, motherfucker. Like, you know what I mean? Like, sorry. You got, you know, with the nail salon thing, it's like people just trying to make a living in America. And it's like the media comes in and is like, oh, I heard you like beat up black people because whatever, there's a thing. And then, oh, is this a thing where it's a deeply, your your Asians are deeply anti-black. And then you got this, other, then you got the media coming in going like, oh, we heard this is human trafficking. Is this, are your <laughs> workers even like, you know, legal yeah. and like- yeah. You can't just run a fucking business here and you can't just survive like as you keep getting investigated and interrogated and all this shit 
And what are they doing day to day? They're just showing up and doing people's nails. Yeah. <laughs> that's just that's really what they're doing. You know what it is? It is what it is. It's people showing up doing nails for a little yeah. bit of cash. Yeah. And the way that's politicized and the way that's turned, you know, we have to get folded into these like stories about us and shit. Yeah. And if I'm not that's mistaken, America. Like- that's how fucked up America is now where you can't just mind your own business and do a business. No, you're part People, of this like racist someone's narrative. Someone's going to come in there. Yeah. Bl- yeah. Try to blow your shit up, you know? And I, I like, I'm just remembering now. It's actually, isn't it? It's actually white people's faults that, Asian people are like went into these black communities because I'm pretty sure that we got rejected out of the white ones, right? I mean, like if I, I I took a couple like Asian history classes, and if my memory serves me right, I remember like one of the reasons why Asian people like had stores in like low income black and Latino neighborhoods was because that they were like literally kicked out of the white ones or not allowed to like you know what I mean? Like so it's like and then yeah, white and, people and then, didn't want to go into those neighborhoods, and then we're not POC. <laughs> you know what I mean? We get kicked out of the white neighborhood into the POC neighborhood, and we're not POC. Like it's, it's, it's lose kind of lose, man. It's lose uh, lose. That middle child syndrome is the middle race syndrome. But honestly, that it's it's what is gonna like I it's what's gonna drive us to be the best. I mean, like this is maybe an uncomfortable truth for other people to swallow, but Asian people are on the fucking rise right now. You know what I mean? Like all over the world. So. I mean, the, the hatred you give Asian people honestly only makes us stronger. And that sounds like a soul, such a cliche, but it's kind of true. It really is. Yeah, I mean, I think I've seen I will say this. I, I've seen Asian people rally around this latest wave of attacks. And I'm, I've been pleasantly surprised by the way Asian people came together because I thought originally like they were just going to be like, oh, we love Asians, but the Chinese are fucked up, you know, <laughs> like, you know, and everyone, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the Asians would just be like, oh, I'm not Chinese. And they'd like wear T-shirts like, and in fact, someone did fucking print up some T-shirts that said that. Yeah, I saw a couple said, of those Asians. Yeah, those kids yeah. are such losers, though. Like, yeah, I don't know. They're, they're, yeah, they're just scared. They're just fucking scared. Maybe they just never had like. You know, I've I've had a good perception of Chinese culture since I was very young. Maybe I don't. I played video games where like it was like based in China. Maybe I was like, "This is fucking tight." <laughs> like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, like I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I was just. Ex- I think you just got to be exposed to like certain media. Like, you know what I mean? And then you just yeah. kind of realize all humans are just the same. Like, we all just kind of want the same shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, I've been, but I've been pleasantly surprised. I feel like a lot of. Uh, Asian people have come together and uh, pushed back against that stuff. And there hasn't been a lot of, you know, trying to excuse oneself from what's going on. I think we it's it's not just a matter of self-preservation, but it is also mm-hmm. a matter of, you know, looking at right and wrong and mm-hmm. and trying to, you know, pick on this group of Asians is wrong and people are going to call it out. Like we're standing Especially, up for each other now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially when they know they're going to be collateral damage to it. I mean, a lot of these attacks, like Vicha's a Thai guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the guy that got his face slashed ear to ear was Filipino. On the L right? train here in in Brooklyn is uh, Filipino. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't give a fuck, right? It's no. not. They don't actually have. They're not actually motivated by f- actually finding a Chinese person. Mm-hmm. They just. They. I think they just want Asian people to be more hated, and 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 to and to substitute for as you know for a time or whatever that we will be you know the most hated race and that'll take the heat off of other people you know 
Yeah, like everyone wants give, another give guy to, to pick Asians, on. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, like maybe black and people, that's, white that's what people. When you move to a white supremacist society as Asians, oh, that, that's the other thing. Is kind of like you oh. know we signed up for this too. Yeah, most of us anyway. What if, like, like in the eyes of some? Oh, sorry, no, I want to let you finish for sorry. No, I'm just saying, like, you know, we got to kind of take America as we find it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, you know, it's not a beacon on the hill. Like, it is, it is the shit that we see. And we've got to live, we're living in the shit. Mm-hmm. And we've got to deal with that, you know? For sure. I could kind of see us being scapegoated as, like, like, what if black people and white people, like, they're like, we can finally get along, but we have a new common enemy. You know, it's like fucking Asian people. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I will say, by and large, though, I have not seen a large, uh, you know, aside from these very unfortunate events, by and large, I have not seen um, the black movement try to do anything close to that. You know, oh, and, with and, white people? Oh, yeah, no, not at all. No, yeah, they like were, trying, they to, would never. trying to, like, you know, <laughs> scapegoat Asians or anything like that. Like, I've not seen that coming out of any. I've never heard BLM even say the word Asian. Yeah, yeah that, they're, that, they're, they're that's just not interested in that. That's what rubs me the wrong way when Asian people like bring up like BLM. Like, don't even equate, like, don't even say BLM, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. BLM was never even like a factor in this like anti Asian hate shit. You feel know I me? Mean? Like, our decision to support BLM in the summer was like a complete, like, our decision. You know what I mean? Don't get mm-hmm. mad now because you were like, oh, I stuck up for you back then. You're not sticking up for us. Like, it's another thing, bro. You feel I me? Mean? So don't even be like, mm-hmm. it just sounds so bitch-like to me. Like, just even in, like, any type of, like, oh, uh, I stood up for you at lunch and, like, you know, like, mm. now, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I know some guys that they're, like, um, they're really, like, you know, involved in, like, the Hong Kong protests and stuff. And they're, yeah. like... We supported BLM, but BLM won't support the Hong Kong protesters. And I'm like, when did this become a tit for tat? <laughs> exactly. You like, why I mean? do like, you do things like this ain't why a do fucking you... like tit for tat? <laughs> exactly. Like you're you're doing it with like with the wrong reasons. You want like I don't know what. Just do it because and people will join in if they want. Like you fuck yeah. Like <laughs> then that Joshua Wong kid was going around saying that he thought LeBron was a real uh, you know hypocrite. <laughs> because you know he he would voice all this stuff you know that was very like pro black and you know sort of uh yeah you know on that front but he wouldn't say anything in support of the hong kong protesters and against china and i'm like <laughs> again you know you see what yeah. i'm saying like not relevant that's not that's not his movement why are yeah, you I mean, it's, he's lebron I mean, he's a basketball player like come on yeah, and he's also a black man in America. Like, why the fuck does he care about Hong Kong? Why would he care about Hong Kong? You know what like, I mean? Like, he's probably yeah, not even educated on the fucking issues. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. you just want him to pick that side because you, you think it's like the side of justice or some shit. Like, yeah, yeah. So I agree with you. I think people are saying that, like, oh, BLM never, you know, never lent the microphone to Asians is like, it's called BLM. It, it's not B and A L M. You know what I mean? Like, that's not. If you yeah, signed they're, up for they're, BLM hoping for dividends because yeah, this was never like rush like, hour. Like you know, we never really like, had each other's backs. We just if you supported black people in the <laughs> summer, you know, this isn't right. It was never that. Like you know, there was no mutual agreement, <laughs> partnership. Exactly. Like, yeah. If you supported BLM in the summer, you did that out of the kindness of your heart. Okay. Like that's it. Okay. <laughs> 
Like, I don't yeah. feel bad. Like, I don't even expect, like, honestly, it should, it would have surprised me more if black people stood up for us. Like, I didn't even expect it, like, to be honest. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. It would be nice, uh, like, and about you don't catch me complaining, like, you know, I'm not gonna go up. To, Why aren't you standing up for Asians? Like, they'll do it if they want to, and that's when it actually means something. You feel me? <laughs> hey, I mean, one of the cops, you know, that was involved in the killing of George Floyd was Asian, right? So, like, yeah, part of me was just like, I'm glad BLM never said anything about Asian people at all. Yeah, honestly, they had they more have if they exactly. wanted to. So, <laughs> like, a lot of a lot of these super bitter Asian dudes that like want to go tit for tat about everything. That's not how life works. Like, you know what I mean? Sometimes you just do things because, like, you feel it's right. And, like, you don't expect shit. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree with that. And, like, why would you want to uh, pressure in someone into supporting you? Like, that's that's not even genuine support. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so like, what is the right reaction? I, I, I don't know what the right reaction is to this other than I think that people need to take the safety of their of themselves and their family more seriously. Mm-hmm. I personally, I don't know if this is really, real, but I do personally think that, like, you know, people should think more about self defense. Uh, yes, one hundred percent. Arming themselves, one hundred percent. They got they they need to think about that. I'm not saying do America it, is violent, guys. But, so you got to get on this violent. Like, I mean, you know, either you kill or be killed. Like, it's <clears throat> yeah. I I I actually am not a big like. Um, I mean, it would be nice if we could go where nobody had a gun. Yeah. You know, but we're not going to do that. So, you know, I, I think um, I don't think that we should automatically dismiss, uh, you know, training ourselves in firearms and stuff. Yeah. Like, dismiss. I that. mean, if it's not a gun, you're going to get stabbed. I mean, like, right. Like in London, they just mm-hmm. they fucking just stab each other all the time. It's kind of brutal. Right. <laughs> yeah. But and, no, uh, to your point, I think Asian people are doing the right thing, bro. Like, I think what, all we can do is really just spread awareness. Our biggest issue is like. The media is against us. That's like, honestly, the I think it's not even the black, you know, if they're not our enemy, it's the media that is our enemy. Like, they're the ones absolutely, that literally. I absolutely agree. Black people are not our enemy. That's not the issue, you know, like. The way I see it is like black people are like brainwashed into hating us. That's the way I mm-hmm. see it. And it's like mm-hmm. the media doing that. And it's like, fuck the media. Oh, my God. The stuff I've been seeing lately is horrendous. And it's all white people saying it. Um, like Bill Maher was saying like that with absolutely zero scientific backgrounds, Bill Maher, he was like, I, I would think that it's probably more like, oh yeah, so you post about percent. that, yeah. Yeah, 90 plus percent that COVID was a Chinese invention and came out of a laboratory and it's a bioweapon. I'm like, Bill Maher is like, are you even like educated, man? What the fuck? That guy's yeah. a dangerous guy because, you know, he could kind of, he, he could kind of seem smart at certain times and like people believe his shit, you know? So, he, and then he says some shit right. like that. So it's yeah. like, yeah, he's dangerous. He is I dangerous because he's like a, he's like a smart idiot. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, he's a, he disguises himself well. Yeah, yeah. People take him kind of seriously. Exactly. He's, he pretends to be like this yeah. political pundit, and but he's like yeah. kind of like a like a pervert. <laughs> he's kind of like <laughs> total total charlatan. Yeah, total fucking charlatan. <laughs> Yeah, but, no, you're right. I think people are p- totally poisoning the well so that everyone's going to come out of this hating Chinese people. Yeah, exactly. And, by, by, and of course, by by the time it gets to the retail level, you know, Chinese people just means Asian, right? Like, mm-hmm. they, they're not going to make a big difference about it. 
My and advice, it's not because uh, of COVID. It's not any of that. It's because people in America are always looking to pile onto someone else. That's life in America. So you're just always looking to find who is going to be the one that gets fucked next. Mm-hmm. And with our newfound success yeah. globally, with the inadequate feelings, it's all just like a, a stew of like bully shit, honestly. And my advice for Asians, honestly, is don't look at any group as your enemy. It's all in, like look at it as individualistic because that at the end of the day, that's going to help us the most. You know, don't start demonizing groups and shit. Just we're getting attacked by black people. Yes, most of the time. But we're going to deal with that accordingly. And, you know, we don't need to like demonize black people. It would be nice if they like stood up for us. But we like we shouldn't hate them for not doing so because. Honestly, that's just kind of how humans work. You feel me? Like, I don't really take offense when someone doesn't stand up for me because, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's America. You've got to, you've got to okay, temper your like, expectations. It's America, for God's yeah. Sake. Don't expect so much from people, like, <laughs> for real. Yeah, like oh, we gotta, we gotta say, protect uh, ourselves. Yeah, and stop throwing fellow Asian people under the bus. It's just so lame. Like, yeah, don't do that. Holy fuck, like. <laughs> That's the reason why we can't get shit done. Like, yes, please don't do that. My my main interest in getting this pod, we've talked about so many things. This is very interesting because, like, I think I think a lot of times on the pod we do try and 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 take the big bigger picture and try to draw some historical lessons and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But when you see old people getting uh, clothesline like that, it, it's it's hard to maintain perspective. You know what I mean? And Part of me is just like, and it's happening every day. Fucking protect yourself. Like we got to protect ourselves here. Mm-hmm. Like we got to be just savvy and ready to protect ourselves. And when I see Asian people going out and using this as an opportunity to take the microphone so that they can start talking about their campus project, their social justice project, whatever, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, nobody gives a shit right now. Like nobody <laughs> cares about your little stupid project right now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not you are not the thing that people are worried about. Mm-hmm. you know and and um i would say that you know for people to get super frustrated with that like it's probably better that we just start ignoring those people rather than platform and and i and i'll do this i'll sometimes retweet it and be like what is this shit but like uh probably better to just leave it alone at this point wait sorry you, you you mean people that are like stroking tensions is that is that what you mean well people that are like you know say like like someone that's like oh um Yet again, Asian people, you know, let their anti-blackness out, you know, ju- just just because of, you know, this or that. And I'm like, OK, it's just not. I'm sorry, but I, I just don't want to hear that. We shit have right to, now. We need to treat those people <laughs> like, like I just don't want to hear it. Yeah, we need to treat those people like fucking children, bro. Like yeah. they have no idea what they're talking about. Like go back. The adults are speaking like you feel me like. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you talking about, bro? Like, yeah, just like just, just look. Just tell them maybe some Asians are anti-black because guess what? They're justified. Like that that as that guy's been bullied by black people his whole life, buddy. Like yeah. what do you what expect? Do you gonna happen? <laughs> he, yeah. Like he's not anti-black. Like my he's yeah. bad. Like he was bullied. Like, holy shit. Yeah. The, it just, like, like, he, the first time he saw a black person in school was not first day on campus. You know, see what I'm saying? That's yeah. a, that's the difference. Like, we gotta stop that's treating black difference. people with like kid gloves, bro. Like black people yeah. are just humans. And, you know, like they're able to like do bad. You know, that's a that's a really good point, because I think a lot of this stuff comes from like this position of pity where they're like, you have to understand that in America, 
you know, the black, you know, black people are, we have to understand that we have privilege relative to them and we, you know, and it's a like, but all life of it is, is like life, right? true yeah. to an extent, but there's a very condescending tone. 100%, where that's how white like, people are. Yeah. yeah. Like you sound like a white person, you know, probably because you grew up just like a white person and you didn't grow up in. Oh, uh, those Asians. Yeah. I mean, they just parrot everything those liberals say. Right. Because they don't really know shit about it. Like, they didn't grow up in, you know, Sunset Park, like, just a few blocks over from a black neighborhood and understood what uh, what that actually is like. It's not like meeting someone on campus, you know. It's different. I'm not saying it's terrible, but I'm just saying that it's more real life. And not, you know, not everything is a fucking term paper. You know what I mean? Exactly. It, exactly. That's a great way to put it. They look at everything so, like... <laughs> like idealistically yeah like life is like situations are so like flute like go to a you know anything can happen like you think black uh yeah sorry i'm just rambling now but no go ahead i love rambling yeah i mean i I just want to say like after everything said in this podcast that i truly would just would like everyone to get along honestly at the the meat of everything i would like people to get along and like if we can live in harmony that is what i would like Man, that's that's some Rodney King wisdom right there, man. I mean, I feel like it's so cliche, though. But I mean, like, no, no, no. That's what he's. You know, when look, go back and watch when he said that, Rodney King, when he said that, the dude was crying on TV. He, you know, and and it was it was a very touching moment actually because he had seen some shit. You know, I, I forgot actually how bad the cops beat him up. They beat the shit out of him man oh man mm-hmm. it wasn't just they broke his face mm-hmm. i mean it was bad and then all the media pile up and all this shit it was crazy mm-hmm. and it was just an insane fucking experience for him and now he's the center of attention national news everyone's trying to race bait everyone's turning this into some race conflagration which later of course that's what it turned out into yeah. And Asians got swept into that big time, yeah. of course. But that's what he said. He was just like, why can't we all just get along? How did it become like this? You know what I mean? It was like too much for him to process. And, uh, you know, watch watch the video of him saying that. He mm-hmm. really felt it. He was just like, what is this? <laughs> that That's, <laughs> like, that's real, though. This? Like, I, yeah. I, I mean, like, we... Um... Just like, uh, like, let me collect my thoughts just for a second. It's just like, um, like why? It, I feel like if this all, everything just go, it, universally, like it all just stems from like our childhood upbringings of in, like certain negative feelings and inadequacy. And we always want to blame it on certain people. Like, I feel like that is like the stem of like all the issues we're dealing with here. Mm. Where like, we feel like no one listens to us. And like, you know, so we like start internalizing and everyone in this country is like that. You know what I mean? We all like, oh, and then the people that are the most down and out, like even the black, like the black community. I don't know. It's like, I, I want, like, I want to feel bad that they're attacking Asian people. But at the same time, it's like, you understand, you know, like the pain and it's like on a human level, I understand kind of just like where all these negative emotions come from because you know, when I'm in a bad mood or I'm in a fucked up place in my life, 
yeah, I've like wanted to like blame someone or, you know, do something like that. So it's just like, if we could all, I mean, we just need a, de- a way to deal with like unhappiness on this earth, like suffering. You know, I, I just watched this a documentary yesterday about the Libyan slave trade, right? And like the process that they go through smuggling people from Africa to Europe through Morocco and you know what I mean? And it's like, we are like building like 500,000 ton rockets that could go to Mars. You know what I mean? And it's like, we haven't even dealt with the problems on earth yet. And it's kind of like, that's the kind of shit that kind of like break, like blows my mind because it just goes to show that no one really cares about fixing the problem. You know what I mean? Like, or at least the people in power. I mean, those rockets are intended to escape the problem, right? Well, yeah, yeah. But it's like watch, watching that shit is like the most brutal of all sufferings. Like you see these kids that are just like their parents were murdered by the fucking Boko Haram, right? So they're escaping and like they literally on this like dinghy with like 250 people crossing the Mediterranean Ocean, you know, like. Yeah. And it's like this is a reality that people face every day and. I don't know. It's just like on a humanistic level, I see why people are crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so oh, it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I try to just kind of bear with that. Like, yeah. Like, I go crazy sometimes too. Like, I ain't going to lie. Like, I get angry sometimes and I have thoughts of fucking like killing people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I want to kill that motherfucker. Blah, 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 blah. So, like, I can only imagine, right, what the guy that's really going through it is feeling. So. I don't know. Yeah, and, and 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 part of it is though that they they will only ever let someone who doesn't really have any real problems do all the talking. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you look- see what I'm saying? And and that's why like problems aren't taken seriously because like people who have problems are not taken seriously. We are such that's cowards. The weird thing. Like we we're take pussies. problems seriously, but we don't take people with problems seriously. And um Wow, that's that wow. That it, is put write that down. That was such a uh, it. That was fucking. That was real. T- take it, man. <laughs> but well, yeah, I mean, I think I think that that's kind of what it is, you know. And and um, wow. When that's we so see true. when we see, okay, maybe this is like my my final point here on this is like, yes, I understand that Asian people will develop in America anti-black feelings and I've, cause I've seen it happen. Yeah. And when that's, I think part of it is learned from assimilation. Part of it is something it may be inherited from the way Asians see blacks just sort of generally. Yeah. But another part of it is, and I think this is actually probably the biggest part of it right now is stuff like ha- what's happening now. Yeah. I think that when we become the uh, victims of crime and uh, like, like let, let's take uh, the 92 riots and stuff. Yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately, you know, a lot of that resulted in very strong anti-black feelings. Yeah. And I think part of it is because we never took the problems of the store owners seriously. Yeah. We never took the problems of the people in K-Town seriously. No one gave a shit about the fact that K-Town was burned to the ground. Yeah, like Asians are never Um, allowed to logically – like we're never allowed to feel what is logical. Like 
like black people have been bullied by white people so logically you know they have a disdain for white people so yeah. if you keep bullying asian people and then they expect us not to be anti-black like right i mean isn't that the next logical like you know what i mean like yeah like then, I, I just don't think we should be so frightened of the fact that that happens. Yeah, and so and like I'm not anti-black. You know, I'm just saying like that. I don't blame some people for being because it's like, yeah, I see kind of that guy got bullied. <laughs> yeah, like, like K Town was burned down by black rioters in L.A. That's just what happened. Yeah, and you know, splitting hairs as to whether that was a protest or a riot or whatever. Fact remains, you know, to a person who has had their entire life ruined uh, by that event, it doesn't really fucking matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? And all of these, like, larger notions of, you know, um, racial justice and history and all this stuff, yeah. that doesn't really matter to the person who had their shit burned down. Exactly. They not, want at us- that ta- not at that moment. It just doesn't fucking matter. Exactly. Okay, like, if, you're, if your father or grandfather got killed uh through a sport killing through this crime wave of just targeting asian people like history and social justice issues of a larger more nuanced thing it doesn't really fucking matter to that specific person and because it's almost like when someone has something happen to them their their experience of it gets totally disqualified because we're like oh you're biased yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, of course they're fucking biased. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know I mean? They have a reason to be like. Of course they're fucking biased. So how are we going to deal with it? Are we ever going to take these people seriously? You know, and, and and I think we just, as Asians, we can't even take ourselves seriously. Yeah. We can't even take like the victimization of other Asian people seriously as Asians without, and I know that we can't do it because we immediately go off into tangents about, you know how our reactions are not justified because of this nuance and that nuance and whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, technically not wrong. Maybe, so, you know, a lot of truth to what's being said. Yeah. I think there is uh, a lot of problems with the way that's set up, especially in our racial system here in America. But yeah, honestly, got to deal with the fact that people are hurt. Yeah. I mean, uh, us Asians, Period. we need to really stand up for ourselves because, um, yeah, I mean, I see Asians are scared. Like we are, we are scared of really voicing our true opinions because we are afraid of offending people. But you know, like the sometimes the truth is just the truth, and that's unavoidable. So, I mean, we just got to talk. Everyone about else that. is doing it. Everyone else is voicing their truth. <laughs> our problem is that if we voice one truth, we're going to alienate one side or the other. That's why we, it's just us. Asians need to get yeah. to the, we stop trying to fucking be allies with everybody. Like, yeah. Be allies with your people. Not on some right. like super like tribalistic shit, but like you, we need to fucking mobilize here. Like we're going to get left in the dust. Like what's our side of this, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Our truth. <laughs> we can't always be like, oh, you got to think about what side you're on here. I'm like, okay, we have a fucking side too. We're yeah, we can't just be the side characters. Targeted. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you want to just be the side characters in this racist, like, black and white narrative that they got here. But we have our own stories. We came here. You know what I mean? Like, mm. like fuck that. I changed my handle on Twitter to Asian American NPC because I think that's what we are. <laughs> that's exactly think, what, that's how they see us. Yeah, we're NPCs. You, and that's <laughs> why we get attacked like this because 
you know, like it's just like Grand Theft Auto, where NPCs is like just go punch. Yeah, doesn't really fucking burr. matter, you know. <laughs> like, you know, you can you can do whatever you want to Asians, and we will still get up in the morning and you know cook your food and fix your bed and you know fucking you know do your medical exam or whatever the fuck like clean your teeth. Asians yeah. will just go to work the next day. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Kill us, rob us, vandalize our homes, kill our elderly, and we're still going to get up in the morning and go to work. That's the Asian MP. That's the Asian American NPC. That's you know why I mean? we're successful. It's, just, it's why we're successful, but it's also why it sucks. Yeah. Okay. But th- like, that's because we have to be dragged down by other people. Like honestly, that's the truth. Like if everyone could just like. Like, I'm not saying not speak up about their issues, but if everyone could just do a little more working than talking, the world would be a better place. Like, for sure. Like, a little less complaining. Like, I get... Everyone can still complain because there's a valid reason to. I understand. But, you know, you gotta put the fucking work in. Like, you know, you gotta, like... You can't just... It's magic ain't gonna happen. Also, a little less killing. You know what I mean? Like Yes. For that, sure. That's the thing. Is like maybe a little less killing of <laughs> just I mean, too I just, much there's just too just just too many fucking attacks, man. I can't keep up with it all. Yeah. It just keeps happening. I hate violence. It's really like, scary, I, dude. It is yeah. it is really frightening what's going on because there's no one is, you know, like the government and the media is constantly writing like demonizing stories about North Korea's gonna nuke America and what you know. Or China's yeah. gonna unleash another virus, and it's like just horrid, just dumb, horrific shit. Yeah, about how dastardly Asians are. The fuck you think's gonna happen here? Of course it's gonna happen. Yeah, man. And it's the education system too, dude. I'm on my last semester of college, and I have a Chinese teacher who has like an accent. He's a way better teacher than any of like the te- other teachers I have that speak English. You know, and it's like. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Our education system is fucked. I even see how the way, like, some of my teachers treat, like, ESL students or students not in the country. It's like these mm-hmm. people have no idea, you know, how to deal with people. It's sad. <laughs> yeah. It's sad. Well, yeah. Um, eh, I don't know, man. You, you, otherwise, everything's good. I mean, like, yeah. you feel, you know, I don't know, your, your, your mother and everything, like, you worried about her? Oh, yeah, I'm worried about, like, my, sometimes my grandma, for sure, because, like, the home, there's a lot of homeless people around her house, so I'm just like, damn. Yeah, if anything ever happened to her, like, I would, I'll go crazy, too, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, man, like I said, I thought my parents would be, like, totally safe in, in Maryland, but then today I'm like, oh, shit, there's actually a lot of shit of, uh, of this going on in Maryland, too. Yeah, we're not safe anywhere, like, realistically, uh, I feel. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, if you got, el- if you got a, you know, elderly people in your family, just, you gotta, you, you can't. Inform them. You gotta them. be real careful. You gotta be yeah. real careful. So. And, uh, I don't know. I don't, know okay? I don't think there's really anything, there's really no other resolution to it other than you just gotta be extra fucking careful. Yeah. And prepared. And just for all my Asian people, like, we don't need permission from anyone to stand up for ourselves. We don't need validation. And, you know, we're capable. Like, all Asian, we are capable people. We don't need some fucking, like, TV show, you know? You know? Seeing is believing. I understand that. But, like, just know that you're you're the one that they're going to write the TV show on. You feel me? Stop waiting for the fucking TV show. Be the TV show. Be be Bruce Lee. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Like, we need to all wake up our warrior spirit. Stop being 
Like, yeah, being intellectual is cool and shit, but wake up the warrior side too. Like, life is hard and rough, and like, you got to play rough too. For sure. Like, what a, yeah. yeah. For sure, man. Um, harder, hard lesson to learn, but I think a lot of a lot of people live like that already. I think a lot of Asian people live like that already. I think it's like this this sort of like swath of um, the more educated we get, it seems like the worse in this regards we are. You know, we're, we're, we, again, it's the culture of wanting to be right. It's the culture of always wanting to be loved, approved of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, of, of being politically correct, of being loved. Mm-hmm. That's, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what we, that's the type of people that, that go up there. And, uh, if anything, there is an Achilles that we have an Achilles heel to is that we always, no matter what we are, we, um, aspire for our children to be that kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know uh, what I mean? Yeah. Like we always want to have the kid that will end up going to Harvard and you know what kind of kids we end up raising is the one that always wants to be right and loved and whatever. And they <laughs> yeah. end up selling selling themselves out a little bit. In yeah. The process. I yeah. Think. Like so. you gotta give your you gotta give your kid proper fucking like you know loving and like validation or else they're gonna seek it somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, if anything, that's our problem is that we, no matter how much like Asian communities built up, in the end, we want our kids to escape it by going to Harvard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Which is, and just like, yeah, that is interesting. Go work in a white company or something. We need to start valuing our way more. Because honestly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes, I've seen a lot of different ways, and the Asian way is oftentimes very a good way. So I think, yeah. Mm hmm. I used to put it down a lot, but you know, I'm starting to realize as I grow older, like Asian people do things right a lot of the time. So mm-hmm. just keep at it, honestly. Dude, we, we, I don't think there's much we're doing wrong other than just like stand up for yourself more, but you know, yeah, keep at it, guys. Asians are doing good. Just stop bitching. Like, just be, <laughs> be more strong. Like, you know, you don't pick your battles, you don't have to complain about every fucking thing. So yeah, <laughs> and get along. Like, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was a good talk, man. Um, we're at about two hours or so. Uh, any anything new, man? Drop any new tracks recently? Any news with you? What's going on, man? Honestly, I've been kind of conflicted about, about like I don't know music. I like I love making music, but like I just feel like I don't know. I want to do something more like serious. You know what I mean? Like putting a message in a song is cool, and like rhymes are cool. But like, you know, I kind of just want to like put a message out. Like maybe just start a fucking vlog or something. Just actually put a message out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do <laughs> yeah. it, man. Yeah. Let us know what you're up to. Um, so Austin Co. AKA AK on Twitter. Yes, sir. Uh, we'll have a link to your Twitter. Um, yo, thanks for, thanks for hopping on and, and, and chatting about this. Cause it's been on my mind a lot and I know it's been on yours. So I actually feel like I, like I got some of it out of me. So that, that, that's good. I appreciate it. I'm honored anytime. Real shit. All right, man. All right. Stay on for a sec. For sure.